Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. <laughs> and I'm Ollie. And people can't see this, but Liam's bouncing around like he's got ants in his pants, like he's having the time of his life. For those of you that don't know, or for any new listeners, each week we take a topic that we know very little about and we give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea, we do the hard work and we share what is the best information with you, the listeners. Yep. We're not experts in anything that we talk about on the pod. This is just a summary of our findings, but hopefully... By sharing some knowledge with you, we can all learn just a little bit more about a whole lot of things, like today's topic. And I'm giving you a clue with my music. <laughs> that is exactly it. Right then, Liam. Let's get on with this week's topic, which is... The Rio Carnival. <laughs> I reckon I've nailed that. <laughs> Uh, right ollie the rio carnival i'm gonna stop doing that i'll be doing it all night the rio carnival ollie what, what do you know about this i know it's got a tune like that and um there's loads of people like loads of people dancing down the street in a big parade um that's about it you know what's it for no idea just looks like a fun time doesn't it it does it like a brilliant time. When I when I think about Rio Carnival, I think about um, lots of bright colours, people partying in fancy dress costumes, um, and there being lots of yeah, Brazilian themed music. That's what I think when uh, when I think about Rio Carnival, which I guess is pretty similar to you. Yeah, I, I seem to think it's a bit like Mardi Gras as well. You know, in um in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I thought, and spoiler alert, correctly, I might add, that they're quite similar in, in what they're there for and why they're there and, and sort of what they yeah. do at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot uh, of people seem to be surprised, or they might be surprised when we get onto this, that Carnival actually takes place all over the world, but the most popular one is what we'll be talking about today, which is Rio Carnival. And they are all sort of linked, aren't they? Yeah. So I think it's probably, let's, should we just, should we start with some etymology about what carnival means and see if that helps anybody when we start talking this through. So as always, Liam searches up what it means, literally, and then we work off that. So carnival, carnival is two words, carne meaning meat and vale meaning to leave or something similar so it's to leave meat or to stop the meat and that's uh if we go in just keep that in mind as we go into this and then we'll come back to why that's got anything to do with anything in a minute shall we yeah yeah that sounds good i like that carne vale turns into carnival so what happened was going back a long long time we're talking like two thousand years ago there was um parties that would be held in egypt and so this is where people would then be celebrating around this time of year that winter was starting to come to an end and that you'd then be getting into the springtime that was coming. And then gradually over time, the Egyptians, they got taken over and conquered by the Greeks, who then carried on the tradition. 
And then as we've known from other podcasts that we've done before, the Romans then came in and the Roman Empire then took it over and they then spread it, didn't they? All around the Roman Empire, this, this tradition. Yeah, and it sort of, when the Greeks were doing it, they were celebrating one of their, their queens, one of their gods that we learned about a few weeks back, uh, Dionysus, who was the goddess of wine, who we said about. And the, the goddess, what was it? Goddess of wine and like good times. Or That's something it. Something like that. And so the, the Greeks would have a, a party to celebrate her. The Romans took over, as we learned, sort of took on some of the Greek things and, and they took on this idea of celebrating. But they, they're Christian, aren't they? That's so right. around this time of year... We've got Lent, which is the 40 days before Easter, where typically you give up something or you, I think you, you take time to consider your sins or something like that, don't you? Yes. Um, and they, they sort of took this carnival sort of these parties and, and put it at the start of Lent. That's it. That's exactly what they did. And so that's where, going back to Liam's etymology about the name, that carne vale, that's actually Portuguese. So carnival, as we pronounce it today, is, is a Portuguese word. And that whole saying goodbye to meat or leaving meat, that was because it was something that you would then get, get rid of and have this party and this celebration in the lead up to Easter. And the importance of it being Portuguese is that the Romans, they spread all across Europe, the Roman Empire, but it was the Portuguese that took this carnival a festival which they had called Entrudo. They took it over to Brazil and they also, whilst going over to Brazil and, and conquering Brazil, they also took over, it's estimated about 4 million African slaves with them as well, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it just meant the party just came a mashup of cultures, didn't it? Because you had yeah. the Portuguese taking over there their sort of belief that this is a big party before Lent, but then you had all of the Brazilians, obviously the native Brazilians, and you also had all these African slaves, and this party just, you know, it sort of developed into sort of a, a big mashup as it is today. But, yeah, essentially the thing that I I found really interesting was that it's it's like a, a blow-off party before Lent, isn't it? Like That's it. And, and, I, and I really like that thought, like, you know, you're about to give up whatever it is you're going to give up, so maybe one last time, let's absolutely smash it and have one giant party. <laughs> and that's essentially what they do. But it's, it's uh, not like it's not but, one party over one day, is it? This is no, a festival. no. It starts when it, it starts the Friday before Ash Wednesday. So Ash Wednesday is when Lent starts, isn't it? I think Ash Wednesday is your forty days up to Easter Sunday. Just yeah. the weekend before that is like a massive. It, well, yeah, exactly what I just said. Just a huge blowout. And, uh, you know, if I've got to stop eating meat for 40 days, let's eat loads of meat. If I've got whatever it might be. I was reading um, somewhere that, that going back, like before proper refrigeration, all of that type of thing, you would just eat up all of your stores that you had anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're giving it up, it would then just go off. So it'd almost be like, yeah, this massive blowout, a load of a load of drink, a load of um, meat and just partying and enjoying yourselves. So to sort of bring it forward, like a little bit more modern. So we know the the, you know, the really ancient history behind it. But the first carnival I was reading dates back to 1723. Is that what you got? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a long time ago, though, isn't it? That's yeah. For this tradition to be carrying on going. Yeah, it's like the 300th one next year. Yeah, incredible. And so this, this is where this 
yeah, Portuguese culture, African culture started getting mashed together and it's just sort of grown and grown from there. And what was happening around that time is that there were these grand balls and parties were taking place for the elite Portuguese people who were living in Brazil. But the Afro-Brazilians, they decided that they should be holding their own parties. And so they started playing African-inspired music and they were wearing fancy dress and they started to have their own parties, which they weren't allowed to be invited to the elite parties. And they, they sort of did it in a bit of a mocking way, didn't they? Yeah, they'd dress up real posh gowns, wouldn't they? And sort of, but but not to try and be like the rich people, but to take the mick out of them, yeah. weren't they? And it was like a satire sort of thing where, the, you know, we're poor, but look, we can be like you. And that's sort of where the, where the masks come from and all the, the, you know, the extravagance and the over-the-topness. You know, these parties were taking place with the really well-to-do, rich, well-off people in, inside and things. So, you know, like you said, the poor people are out on the streets doing their own thing. Yeah, uh, it, it, it just stayed. Got, it, it just went from there, didn't it? Yeah, it stayed separate, and it stayed separate for for a long, long time. So, if we're saying 1723 was when it was started, it wasn't until like the turn of the 20th century, so that the, the 1920s or so, where what they then started to do yeah. is they realised it would probably be more fun if we just all partied together and just all celebrated rather than having this this divide and just, you know, have this mix up of this, this culture and heritage. And that's sort of the way that it's been since about the 1920s. Yeah. So let's just take a step back and just repeat then, I guess, something. So, so when, when exactly is the party? So when is it, where is it? Like, when does the party start if I wanted to get myself to Rio? (laughs) So it's the week leading up to Ash Wednesday is when it actually takes place. But there's, there's an important figure, isn't there, who sort of is the, the person who kicks it all off. Yeah, it doesn't really start till Mr. King Momo turns up, <laughs> which I thought was a bit of a big deal. I thought, oh, this this King Momo character, it's like a character, isn't he? He's like um like a mascot almost, but played yes. by a, an actual person. Um, and he kicks the party off. This this tradition goes back to about 19, 1930s. Um, yeah, and it'd be played by a person, typically quite big of stature. Uh, I read fat, but let's just let's just say a big guy, and uh, he he has to basically kick the party off. Right, you know, here we go. Uh, it's time for the 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 carnival to begin. Um, That's right. Yeah, you're right. It, it's it's the week leading up to Ash Wednesday. So typically that weekend before is the big one. If you were thinking about when to really really go and get involved, um, but what do you know? Did you know why he's called Momo? Yeah, King I, Momo? I did. I did have a little look into this. This this King Momo gets the keys to the city and is a you know really big deal in terms of this fictional character um, getting them going. But it, this is another one that dates back to ancient Greece and Greek gods and Greek mythology. So there was a Momos or Momus. Sorry, there was a Momus hey. that was part of Aesop's fables, wasn't there? And they were known to be like king of satire. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, they were the god of of satire. Um, so, since the, the satire and mockery, Momos was the god of, and obviously because this whole party originally was all about like the uh, the poorer members of the society mocking and you know this whole satire approach to the rich lot, you know that's sort of where it. Yeah, I think that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so King King Momo. 
So you've got King Momo who starts it, and then by the end of the carnival, he's then got a queen, hasn't he? Yeah. And she she's someone who's recognised for her beauty and her superior samba dancing skills. Nice. We'll get on to samba dancing and how she gets uh, how she gets to become queen in a little bit, I guess. Yeah, okay. So this so right, first of all, first thing that blew my mind learning it this week, one, the whole thing is basically a party before Lent. Number two, and there's no way our listeners know this. And by the way, we should probably mention we ha- we do have listeners in Brazil. So if any of you are listening, please let us know anything that we've got wrong. Or if you want to come on and be our expert, you can. But you know, Brazil is our 14th most listened to country, by the way. Oh, is it really? Okay. So, yeah, I think it's probably important saying that. Um, but anyway, I digress. This blew my mind. What actually is this whole parade all about? It turns out it's a competition. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So that's that, the, that's that's the main the main part of it. There's there's a competition to it, and the the thing that we sort of touched on earlier when you were saying about Mardi Gras, in and this surprised me that carnival it doesn't just happen in Rio, so it's taking place all over Brazil. Like so, it's in Salvador, it's in Manaus, it's in you know it's all over Sao Paulo. They they've got these huge parties and parades that are going on. And it's just people like joining almost like a, a public, I don't know, what, what was it you described it to me in, in the week? Like the Pied Piper. There's these street yeah, yeah. parties going on and music's going on and people are just like all bumbling along, all in the same direction, doing their own parade. Yeah, they're called blockos, basically like street parties. And um, they'll have people in cars, music blasts, and everybody just sort of follow the cars. But you mean never, te- you know, some of them, but what did you i read like nearly 600 of them around yeah. just around rio alone yeah so there's all just literally everywhere parties happening some of them with dozens of people some of them with thousands of people yeah you know just sort of not massively organized well, i suppose they probably are quite organized in actual fact but yeah you, um, you get them like varying some of them are more casual aren't they some of them are a bit more relaxed than what some of the others are but like you say there's like 600 different parties that you could go off to around the city and yeah, it's yeah, apparently a, a super friendly place to be and to go, and just you just get involved, like you just let yourself like get taken by the music, apparently, and you just just embrace it. And there's it attracts so many people, doesn't it? In terms of like by having all of these like six hundred different parties, apparently it's in the Guinness Book of Records, isn't it? Rio Carnival yeah, for having well, two Carnival. million people on the streets every day partying yeah for like what is probably about a week at least yeah, um, yeah and like million tourists like flying in like an actual yeah. like a, a million people coming in for the what is essentially a week um you know did, did you read how much money it raises oh it's mind-blowing isn't it like nearly 800 million dollars yeah in in a week yeah which is it's ridiculous and we actually we, we should say as well this year's rio carnival has been delayed hasn't it as well yeah uh because been, of covid and yeah. we, we were saying before we recorded this that very likely you know when they're earning that sort of money they probably need it to happen so yes it's probably better to delay it so it's now it's actually taking place after it's the weekend after easter sunday this year isn't it that's right so yeah so like i think it's probably 20th like 20th or something april 20 yeah friday april 22nd is when the main sort of some of the things happen but yeah, so whereas before it's like a blow-off before Lent, this year it's a, right, we've made it to the end of Lent, 
let's have a blow off. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got this massive amount of parties that are going on, like 600 of these different separate parties. People are in their costumes, they're in their masks, they're in these like super elaborate outfits covered in like sequins and feathers and they're getting more and more skimpy. I was reading outfits that that people are wearing. There's less and less clothes that are involved every year, but people are basically, they're just, they're just up for just getting, you know, really into this party. And as you said, it's, it's everyone doing this samba dance leading to this competition. Yeah. And this is the bit that, that I think probably anyone, you know, that you picture where there's this massive parade where they're, they're basically going down the middle and there's just a crowd of people either side watching the parade happen through the middle. Yeah. Yep. That, you know, these, all these street parties, that's all new information to me. Like I, I did not know that you could yeah. go and party at 600 different street parties and they're not necessarily a parade in the same sense. It's more of a party. Whereas the parade, the bit that I really think of when I think of the Rio Carnival, they're all on these huge, massive, they're on like trucks, aren't they? Huge floats. Yeah. All rolling down the middle of everybody watching. Yeah. Turns out that that part of it is actually a competition. I know. I know. I had no idea about that. And as you say, it, it's considered that is the most spectacular part of Carnival. And that we'll Absolutely. post some pictures up on um, on social media, just if anybody's unsure what we're talking about, about how colourful this one street looks with people sat either side but so what it is is this element is it's the city's top samba schools they're competing and this is where as Liam says there's thousands of people thousands of dancers they're on these floats they've got percussion instruments and music and it lasts for hours and it it goes on all night doesn't it yeah so these competitions they happen, I mean, they happen throughout the week, but the main ones are on the Friday and the Saturday. But but this is mind-boggling, right? So they've got, they have seven Samba schools competing on the first, on the Friday, and then another seven on the Saturday, and they get okay. judged. And we'll talk about this in a bit. The, the best seven of those 14 compete again at another competition later in the week. But these parades don't start till 9.30 at night, and each Samba school gets about an hour to roll down the middle of this street. Now, there's seven, right? There's seven, started at 9.30. This doesn't finish until it, it gets on for 5 a.m. before it finishes. <laughs> this is an all-night party, right? Yeah. And like, so they release, they release, they've released them already for this year, like the times. That, so you've got the, the seven schools on each day, Friday the 22nd, Saturday the 23rd of April. Um, for example, 9.30 p.m. on Friday the 22nd, the first school up is... A school called Imperatriz. <laughs> Imperatriz? I don't know how to say that. Apologies. <laughs> like, why can't it start earlier? It's maybe nuts. it's too hot. Maybe it's too hot. Maybe the, maybe the weather doesn't allow. Um, so it needs to be a little bit cooler. But yeah, it's it. So where where they do where they're doing this is it's called the Samba Dome. Oh, this is good. Yeah, go on. The the Sambro Domo which I think is the butchered Portuguese way of calling it. But so they, yeah. they've got the Samba Dome. This is where it all takes place. This is, it's just under about 600 metres long. This is where you see everybody sat side by side. And the reason why they've got this, they've got between 65 and 85 minutes to get down this, this runway, if you like. And it's pretty laid back. So 
you're not just walking forwards. They're doing, they're dancing. They're doing a samba dance as they go, which is, it's quite a high tempo dance. So there's a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of going on, but it's not, a, it's not like they're all just walking forwards. There's a lot of sidewards movement and twirling uh-huh. and partying and enjoying themselves in between, which takes a long time to, to cover a relatively short distance. Yeah, but the seating, have you seen the Samba Dromo, Samba Drome? It seats about 90,000 people. So, <laughs> yeah. but it's just, it's just in a straight line. So there's, there's a line down that, imagine like the 100 meter track that Usain Bolt runs down. Yeah. But either side of that are enormous stands and it's just like six times as long. Yeah. It's so purpose built because I yeah. guess way back in the day, they would just go down the street, wouldn't they? Yes. And they'd go down the street and all the sides of the street would just be people and they'd all be, you know, you can't really see because there's 20 people in front of you. So they've built this purpose-built place so that these these parades can happen. There, there is a Brazilian word for the Sambodrome. Oh, go on. I will absolutely butcher this, but it's the Sambodromo Marquez de Bouchale. Yeah, I'm sounds about so right. sorry. So sorry. <laughs> One of our Brazilian listeners, you, or someone who speaks Brazilian, maybe, let us know. Um, yeah, so the schools, so all of these Samba schools, they spend, they basically spend the whole year, don't they? They essentially start practicing. They practice their whole hour routine about a year beforehand. Yeah. Because, you know, this is, these aren't little schools, neither are they. Some of these schools have got like four, five thousand people. Yeah. All, all representing, uh, I think one of the biggest ones is Mangue, Mangiria, Mangiera. <laughs> I've said three things; they all sound different. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of the biggest ones. I know that you know they can have like five thousand people representing yeah. them bowling down this thing for an hour. Um, so yeah, so they, they practice early in the year, don't they? Yeah, so it's it's as early as March or April from the year before. As Liam says, there are thousands of people who support each of these schools. And they're they're all tasked with creating different aspects of the shows, what what they're going to perform. So a theme is chosen by the Samba School. They they write the music, they create the costumes, the floats are built. And, you know, there's all choreography that goes on it. And they just keep on practicing and practicing and practicing. And then by the time they get to about December, they're into full on rehearsals for it. And sort of by Christmas, they're sort of ready to go with a few final touches in January ahead of when they then perform in February. So it's near enough a, a year round um, event that people are preparing for with these massive floats. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Um, that many people just mind boggling. So they'll all compete. Yeah. And like I said, they'll compete. They'll have seven one day, seven the next day. And then the top seven overall out of those 14, they get to go on to something called the champions parade which is the following Saturday uh, with like the, the best seven. And the prize is, is not to be sniffed at, is it? No, not at all. It's a million dollars. So it's yeah. worth competing for. There's some, you know, high stakes there. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, so what are they judged on? Did you, did you read that? Because I then went into, well, okay, well, if they're going to be judged, let's just try and get just some little things they're going to be judged, you know, they must be judged on their dancing or whatever. Yes. Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 know so you I, found, I think you found the same thing I found, didn't you? So do you want to, should we go one for one and just name like a couple of things each? What they, cause there's loads of things, but. So what, I was, I was surprised that there's 40 judges. So you've got 40 judges <laughs> who, who are spaced along the Avenue and they're allocating points at 
specific parts along the parade that then um, meet specific criteria. And so one of those, as Liam was mentioning, is called Enredo, which is the plot or the theme. So that's just generally, you know, how, how is the school presented? Is it clear and understandable that the theme that they're trying to get across for that particular year? Yeah, okay. I mean, would you want to be a judge, though, at the end of this, like, parade? You know, if it's 600 metres long and they've been dancing for at least an hour, do you think by the end they're just, like, totally flagging? (laughs) Maybe. They're pros. They're pros. They'll still be going, surely. So one of the other things they're judged on is their harmony, and it refers to the degree of synchronicity among the percussion and the singing members and the dancers. So how how in harmony are they, you know, all together? Because they're not all dancing, are they? You've got, like you know percussion like um you know like um like a marching band sort yeah. of don't you yeah 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 so that, uh, you know, this, this is this is the the drum beat this is where all the energy is coming from in terms of from the yeah. music that you know the drums are going off liam's off again he's doing his samba dancing people can't see this <laughs> but apparently so each samba school that's competing they've they've got between 250 and 350 percussionists that are associated with that school and those set of floats that are going down so you know, this is a pretty loud thing as well. It must be if you've got that many people who are banging out a, a beat. Yeah. Um, they're also judged on the costumes, aren't they? Pretty obviously, I guess. You know, how yeah. colourful are they? How how in sync with their their story and their plot are they? Yep. They're, they're also important criteria is that they're judged on their front person. So the, the front commission and wings. So this is where... Again, we'll post some pictures of this. This is where this is like the, the focal point where you get these super elaborate floats. So you'll you'll normally have a um a woman dancing at the front of the float and she'll have these enormous wings. You know, they could be like 15 foot high, like all coming off her. She's doing her samba dancing, and that's a really important criteria that they need to to meet. Did you read about the ladies' wing and how they're judged on their ladies' wing? Ah, I did, but no, I I can't remember that. Which one was that one? So normally, towards the end of a parade, they've got this wing with hundreds of women. They're normally the elderly ladies, the ones who've been sewing and making the costumes all year round. They'll be dressed in large skirts to remember the former slaves who introduced many of these traditions to the Rio Carnival. So each of these samba schools will have this ladies' wing of sort of remembrance uh, you know, thank you to all the previous slaves and things. Um, and, and they get judged on it. So, I, you know, ah, nice. You've got to have a good one. Like, you've got to have a good ladies wing, apparently. I like it. That this. sounds good. Yeah. And, then, and then as we were saying, so these schools, they're competing for this million dollar prize money. And it's, um, yeah, massive, vibrant, like huge party for people to get involved in. But Liam, if you wanted to go to it, can you go to the Samba Drome? Is it expensive? Like, what can you do? How can you get involved? Right. So, first of all, you can go. It's quite easy to go. You just fly to Rio in as far as, you know, can you go? Yes, you can. Um, one thing I did read a lot of was they don't have hiked the prices up. Airbnbs, hotels, not not uncommon to be five times the price of the wow. week before. Okay. So, you can go. Flights as well are going to be more expensive, you know, if, you, if you've got the money to do so. Um, but I was looking today, just right just before we started recording, can I get some tickets into the Samba Drome? Because they are t- it is a ticketed event. And you totally can. The cheapest one I could find was about $60. Um, you can spend, you know, if you want to get a VIP seats and stuff, you go you know, into the thousands of dollars if you want to go 
big yep. potatoes. Yep. They've got some, I read that some of the sections are designated as foreigners. Yes. So you've got all these all these blocks inside this massive stadium of 90,000 people. They've got, you know, block F is for foreigners, whatever. <laughs> but I, I read someone, like a blog about someone's um like review of the day or, or the night. And they were like, it's just unbelievable how these Brazilians can party just from like nine o'clock till 5 a.m., like nice. eight hours. Yeah. You could apparently you can take in your own food, you can take in alcohol as long as it's not in a glass bottle. Um, so you can make a good a good night of it. Just 5 a.m. You know, the last the last one, the last samba school goes out at 2 30 in the morning, both nights. Yeah. <laughs> so then they then that's an hour. That's then an hour at least. So that's now 3 30. Then they gotta be judged and probably announce who who what the scores are for the different groups or whatever. Like that's a long night. Yeah, nice. No, I like that. That's really good. That is a long old night. But it's that's sort of the the Rio Carnival in a nutshell, isn't it? So sort of like picked out all, all the main points. It's it's on, it's a huge deal in, in Brazil. Like it's on national TV and everyone yeah. gets involved in it. And it's it's just this this incredible party with these absolutely, you know, flamboyant, extravagant floats and costumes that people are wearing, and they just have a an amazing time it's also you know because it's a, a big christian thing the celebration of lent or the approaching lent it is actually there are there are other festivals around the world that are very similar yes uh, they're just not as big as, as like we mentioned mardi gras is a very similar thing yep um and I, I was just looking for some other ones there's one in trinidad and tobago which apparently is a pretty big deal so i was looking at like cheaper ones to go to to. that's what i was reading a blog about cheaper carnivals okay. that aren't gonna break your bank like rio and the trinidad and tobago one only takes two days it starts on the monday before ash wednesday so it's just the monday and tuesday but apparently <laughs> it's really big really okay. good there's also one in in switzerland called fastnacht i've not heard of that in basel i don't know if it's in the whole of switzerland but i was reading about one in basel so our swiss listeners might be able to correct me but again it's on the monday before ash wednesday and they have a bit of a party for three days um Nice. a bit cheaper but surely that the main one to go to is rio isn't it that is like the the, the biggest oh, absolutely most famous one to to go to yeah rather than one of these absolutely side well, ones why are we doing a podcast about it because yeah. this is the one that you know this yeah. is the one like you said it's in the guinness book of records this is the biggest carnival in the world by an absolute mile yeah uh, so, so yeah it's a shame because we, we're recording this today aren't we because we hoped it would come out when the Rio Carnival was on. And as we mentioned a minute ago, it's been delayed. So listen to this and then listen to it again in April. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, get, you can get your knowledge in now, share some knowledge, and then when it comes around in April, you'll be able to talk about it. So Liam, yeah. hopefully you've learned a lot this week. What is it that you could, you could talk to someone about the Rio Carnival this week? Okay, two things, two main things. These are my two big things this week that really, you know, blew my mind, I guess. One, but it is a celebration of Lent or a pre-celebration of Lent. Like, you know, this is our big, like we said, it's a big blow-off party. Lent's coming up. We're going to, we're going to, um, you know, stop doing something. So we're going to celebrate uh, Carnivale, you know, meat to leave the meat. But I think more, more than that, more than both of those is the fact that the, the main carnival procession is a competition. Yes. Like, between Sam and uh, I, I just didn't realise that. I didn't realise that it's people competing against each other. Like yeah. these floats are all 
my float's bigger than your float. My gang's makes more noise than your gang or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had no idea about that competitive element to it, but yeah, super interesting. And then maybe just then for our last little wrap up, should we share a couple of two guys, one topic takeaways with everyone? I've got a banging one on this, so you can go first. <laughs> I've, I've actually got, I've actually got two. I might, I might have to do one of our sneaky, sneaky two. Go on, just throw two at you. Go on, go on, let, them, let the listeners have it. Go on, you can have a cut one. Buy one, get them free today. So my, my first one is apparently the most Googled phrase the day after carnival in Brazil is how do you remove glitter from, and then it's <laughs> hair, body, costume (laughs) that's the most googled phrase the day after carnival in rio um but my my actual takeaway is coming back to the the samba drone that we were talking about earlier and the choice of location about where it is and where the stadium was built this purpose-built stadium and apparently it wasn't by accident where they chose and according to folklore that is where the samba dance originally came from so it started with a blend of african and brazilian moves and it was started by um, some african slaves in a house on that spot where the samba drone is now built today oh wow that's cool nice. how about you i like what that. is what is your two guys one topic takeaway this week right i told this to my wife when i found this out and apparently i've now got to go to brazil next year <laughs> so get this it turns out us mere mortals normal people can actually take part in these parades now i don't okay. mean just in the crowd i i mean if you're early enough you can go onto the rio carnival website because the samba schools release their costumes and what their plots are and their music and stuff beforehand okay right? the, the, the rio carnival website says Purchase of costumes for the Samba Schools Parade is subject to availability. Usually our supply runs out in the middle of January. You can buy the costume for a Samba School. Okay. You can get, and it says, right, use their VIP service to transfer in and out of the Samba Drome, or you can get there your own by your own way of choice. The subway is safe and works around the clock during carnival days. So you put on the costume that you've bought, you yep. turn up to the Samba Drome, and then whenever your gang rolls down, you just bowl down again as part of it. And then there's loads of like tips and advice, like, you know, try and listen to the song beforehand so that you know how the beat goes. Yeah. Maybe learn some of the art. If you can get to a rehearsal, go to a rehearsal beforehand because the school is judged, you know, on you're representing this school. But essentially my takeaway is that, that we, you, the listeners can take part in the actual Rio Carnival. Can you and I get ourselves to <laughs> Carnival in April this year? Come on, we, we've got a we, we've got a month off. We've got a month to get there. Let's figure this out. Yeah, when, when, when's the Easter holiday for me? Because <laughs> as a teacher, I, I'm not, I can't I can't just ask for a week up. Why at <laughs> Rio Carnival? I'm um, yeah, but you're I'm performing. Represent- <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. Yeah, sorry, I've got to go and take. I'm part of the Portella gang, and uh, we, we're on at ten thirty on Saturday, April twenty third. <laughs> Oh, you'd hate it if you got the 2.30 shift. Mate, imagine I'm part of Grande Rio at 1.30am on Saturday. I'll be, I'll be asleep before it starts. <laughs> I'll Amazing. be in with those old ladies in the ladies' wing. Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh, brilliant. What a, yeah, what an interesting topic and one that I've yeah, really enjoyed really good. getting into this week. It's been, been super interesting. We really hope that 
people listening have enjoyed it as, as much as Liam and I have enjoyed learning about it this week. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you, but even more so, if anybody can send us some voice notes about how you pronounce some of the things that we've said this week, <laughs> that'd be even better if, if anyone can do that. If you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star review on Spotify, we would really appreciate it. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back with you next Tuesday with a new topic. Get out there and share some real carnival knowledge. <laughs>